I guess your strategy worked tremendously and it was a game changer for me. You know, whether I would have passed exams, if I didn't use that, who knows, but I did. And it saved me time. It saved me energy and I got passing scores. So I would say really look into using that strategy and, you know, make it work for you because it's a great strategy. It's the best way to retain information and it really does get you prepared. And then secondly, as we spoke about the why, I, I think that was very important because as you get through the exams, it just wears on you. And it doesn't mean that you're going to have uh, less to do. You know, it, it just makes everything harder. And if you don't have a reason for continuing, then it's easy to stop. Welcome to episode 79 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Jeff. So as Jeff got into his accounting career and the years started going by, he started noticing more and more that it really seemed like getting his CPA was critical to getting to the spots he wanted to be in in his career. So he came back later on went and did his master's, and at the same time was taking the CPA exams. So as you'll hear in Jeff's story, he started with FAR, and he spent three to four months studying for FAR that first time. And of course, he was studying the traditional way, trying to consume every single resource in his review course. It took a huge amount of time, and he ended up getting a 74. And as you'll hear Jeff say, was a huge disappointment after all that time spent. So after that, he reevaluated his study process, and he made a few key changes which you'll hear in the interview. And after making these changes, he passed his FAR retake, and then he went three for three on the remaining three exams. So Jeff has a ton of great tips and resources and ideas to share in his interview, but a few things to listen for specifically. He talks about the one key study tool that he started using a lot throughout his day that really helped things start to fall into place and just helped make everything about the material easier to understand. He also talks about the idea or maybe the, the false confidence that you can get from patting yourself on the back too soon just by spending time studying and not really thinking about or evaluating your actual process as to whether it's effective or not. And then not realizing that all this time spent wasn't that effective until weeks or months later when it's too late and what those mistakes were and what to do differently. Another key strategy that Jeff shares is the one thing that he would do on the morning of an exam that he felt like made a huge difference once he got into the testing center and started seeing the questions. He also talks about how he would spend the last two days before an exam that would boost his scores on his practice testlets by 10 to 15 points. And then how that obviously translated on the actual exam because like I mentioned, once he adopted these new strategies, he essentially went four for four. So before we get into the interview with Jeff, I just need to mention two things. The first one is of course our study training webinars. If you would like to learn our strategic CPA study process, in other words, how to use your review course much more efficiently, much more effectively, pretty much everyone you've heard on this podcast started by watching one of these training sessions. These are a free one hour webinar that will do just that, walk you through our core strategies how to be much more efficient when you do sit down to study. You can sign up for one of those sessions at our main website at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage, or there should be a link down in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. The second thing is to enter our free podcast giveaway. Each month we give away three pairs of Powerbeat Pro headphones 
to three random people that we select as long as you've entered the giveaway. You can do that at superfastcpa.com enter. Or again, if you're watching this on YouTube, there should be a link down in the description. So with that out of the way, let's get into the interview with Jeff. Eastern time, where are you located? In Florida, South Florida. Awesome. I've been out there a couple times. It's pretty cool. It's yeah, really on vacation? Cool. Yes. And then I actually did a uh, kind of a sales internship in in the middle of my bachelor's degree out there. Mm. So I, actually, I, I lived in, uh, what was it called, Pompano Beach. Oh, okay. All right. I'm close by. Yeah. Um, yeah, Parkland. Yeah, it was fun. On the weekends, we'd go to the beach, and yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I don't so. go to the beach, but... Yeah, <laughs> probably one of those things. If you live there, it's just like just there, and yeah, you might go once right. in a while if people visit you. Exactly, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, where are you at in? Uh, you know, like how long have you been out of school? What uh, What made you want to get your CPA? Let's we'll just start from the beginning. Sure. Well, actually, if we go back all the way to the beginning. When I started my bachelor's, it was actually in communications, so it wasn't even in accounting. Mm. So I made like a total 180, and uh, I just happened to take an accounting course by you know by chance, and I just loved it, so that's why I switched. But as far as the CPA is concerned, uh, as I was out of school, the more and more I worked in different companies, I noticed people had their CPA, and if I wanted to get anywhere in life, that was something I needed to have. So I finished my bachelor's, oh, it's been a while, forgive me, <laughs> probably yeah, 2010, no 2010, and then I started my master's two years ago. I finished last year. So at the same time, I was actually taking my CPA and, you know, my master's, finishing that up. That's a lot of work. And working, I'm guessing? Uh, yeah, I was working for, uh, well, working for the first half of that, and then, uh, you know, covid layoffs and you know i was part of that okay and so now you're done right you've done with all four of your exams correct nice and uh do you actually have your cpa or do you still have like the little state ethics things like those last few things or you actually have it yeah no no i have it yeah i uh submitted everything in july i believe and i took forever but i got the certificate like about a month ago awesome yeah. Okay. So uh, when you started studying, what was that like? Did you just get a review course and kind of jump into the lessons? I did. Yeah. So I got Wiley. I started with FAR just because I thought that would be the most interesting one. And I heard it was, I don't know if I heard it was the hardest, but it had the most content. So I figured get that out of the way. Uh, mm. So yeah, I, as soon as I got it, I just started jumping in the lessons, reading, watching videos and uh you know, taking the small quizzes they had after every lesson. Okay. What was kind of your uh, progress? Did that work? Did you just start, did you pass the first time you went and took a section? Um, so, no, I did not pass. I think I got like a 74 on the first try. And that uh, study format, I guess, that they kind of sell you on when you buy the, the study course. It's very hard because as you're studying, there's so much content and you're learning something new and you're concentrating on the new lesson. You kind of forget everything you've studied as you go. So then when you are at the end and you're taking the full exam, it's kind of like, 
all right, I have to go back and restudy what I, you know, what I learned in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of counterproductive, I guess. It, it just took a long time. Um, I was working when I started that exam, but it, to study the whole thing, it took me to study and take it. I, I think I probably studied for like three, four months. Yeah. Um, and then to fail, it was kind of devastating <laughs> after taking all that time out to study. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember where in your study timeline you came across our stuff for the first time? Uh, yeah. So it was, um, I think it might've been before I got the results from the first exam, but I remember walking out of the first exam and I kind of had a feeling, which probably doesn't say much cause you don't know either way, but, uh, I, I think I might've seen your, uh, your ad in YouTube. So, uh, it just kind of stuck. And then when I got my results, I was like, okay, I, I need to do something different. And that's when I decided to try it out. Okay. And so did you yeah. sign up for one of those free one hour trainings where you kind of got an idea of what our strategies are? Was that your first thing? Uh, I think I did. Yeah. Um, just to check it out because not just in, you know, the CPA study realm, but there's so many of those free ads, like, you know, promising, uh, right. Amazon. Yeah. So I was <laughs> just one of those. <laughs> yeah. So at some point you got our package because you mentioned watching the strategy videos. Do, do you remember just what was, what was some of the key ideas or like different ways of approaching this that made sense to you? Do you remember just what some of those kind of light bulbs were? Yeah. Uh, well, the first and most uh, prominent one is probably, you know, just using the, the, the quizzes and uh, the, well, just the quizzes, honestly, as, as your first kind of line of defense in learning everything. Yeah. I, I think that kind of, it's something that as soon as you start, it, it kind of just, it kind of just clicks the way everything is, uh, the way everything falls in line. It's much easier to retain uh, the information because you're going through everything, you know, not just new material, but old material that you've gone through already. So that was actually the approach I used for all the other three exams. Uh, well, the four exams, because I had to retake FAR. Yeah, and I, I didn't fail a single one after that. Awesome. Like you mentioned in the, before, the retention component is really hard when you're kind of studying the, the traditional way. You spend all this time up front on each lesson trying to feel like, okay, I feel good about this lesson so I can move on. But then if you think about it, right. it really doesn't make any sense to put in all that work up front just to leave it behind for several weeks or even months, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And some of like the, the study lessons and videos, they're like 20, 35 minutes long. And I mean, that's just information that you're not going to use all of it. You know what I mean? Uh, right. So it, it just makes sense because the quizzes are modeled after the exam to start with that. <laughs> yeah. Right. It sounds obvious once you say it, but like, that's one of the key <laughs> right. things I try to tell people is like, okay, listen, you're, you're studying to pass the exams you're going to see on test day. You don't need to be able to get up and teach a class on every topic. And you know, those That's two true. approaches are obviously totally different. Yeah, they are. Yeah, no, it's totally true. And, um, you know, aside from that, another point I think I remember you making, I'm pretty sure, uh, was, you know, when you're studying the quizzes, you're, you know, preparing yourself to answer questions too. You're not just, you know, 
listening to information. You're also, you know, studying to actually take an exam. Right. There's several components. It's, it's the whole idea of kind of like active learning versus passive. It's easy to press right. play and start watching a video and pat yourself on the back and think, okay, I'm, I'm studying right now. <laughs> But maybe 5% of that is actually getting in your head. Whereas if you're, you've got to be clicking through questions and reading explanations, it's just, it's just different. Your, your brain is more engaged the whole time. And then, it is, yeah. 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 And it's funny you mentioned that because I think uh, when I was taking, when I was studying for father for the first time, I was kind of patting myself on the back after every lesson <laughs> just because it took yeah. so much for me to listen and get through it. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the bad thing is, again, I say this all the time on, on the other episodes, but there's so many people out there that are dedicated, putting in the work. And the bad thing is, even if you're studying ineffectively, and you don't really know that until test day, you're still taking all that time away from stuff you'd rather be doing, you know? So whether yeah. you're, whether you're studying as effective or not, you're still like missing out on whatever it is, your, your hobbies, family time. I mean, stuff you'd rather be doing obviously. And so you really want it to pay off so that you don't have to keep redoing exams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I completely agree. And what about your, did you use the study tools kind of throughout the day, like our review notes or, and everything, or were you mostly just kind of using the strategies, applying it to your review course? Well, I used, um, I, I think another thing you mentioned, which was a great idea, was I, I would take my dog out for a walk and, you know, I'll pop out the, the app and start going through the questions. I would supplement your questions with the ones that the uh, review course provided just to mm -hmm. kind of get, you know, different questions. Uh, so I didn't get repetitive and I, I would go through the notes. Um, you know, I, I would read them sometimes. And then when I was in the car, listen to it, but I think I went through the notes more rigorously on exam day, like before the exam. And I think you mentioned this also uh, about going through the notes and making sure you get any last bit you can out of them. And that's exactly yeah. what I did. I would wake up early and go through the entire notes. And I, I mean, I think it helped tremendously. I, I think in, for every exam, there was always one thing that I remember from the notes. Yeah. And a lot of people use them like that. Uh, you know, you can use them throughout the day whenever it makes sense, but a lot of people really focus on them in the last few days, almost as a, uh, well, as part of their final review, but almost as like a cram course type thing. Right. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. Yeah. And then, uh, another strategy I think you mentioned was, uh, you know, cramming, uh, a day or two before. So mm -hmm. that's what I would do, especially as uh, uh, I didn't have a job anymore. I was able to take my exams on a Friday as opposed to Sunday. And I would just have this, the cram sessions on Thursday where I would just eight, nine, 10 hours a day, just, you know, exam questions all day. I think that was the difference. I think that really helped me. Yeah. 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 That doesn't solve if you've kind of slacked off and not studied very well for the weeks before, that won't solve your problems. No. But when you do that, in addition, I think that that two-day strategy is, is honestly worth 10 to 15 points maybe. Like it's just a huge boost to just those last two days get essentially all the exam information floating around in your short-term memory before you walk in there. 
Yeah, and yeah, that's exactly right. I, I do remember you mentioning that. And I would remember going into those cram sessions thinking, okay, you know, I've been getting scores of like 85, somewhere around there. After these cram sessions, I should be getting like 95, 100. And uh, that was always my goal after, you know, taking the last practice exam or uh, quiz section, what, session, whatever, um, it'd be <laughs> getting 95 to 100. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, I mean, just as a, I don't personally care what you scored on the exams, but just to see how that translates, what, what were your score kind of score ranges on the actual exams? Sure. Um, so for FAR, I got uh, 82. Audit was, I believe, at 85. Tax was 84. And Beck was 79. Yeah, those are, those are really good. Yeah, I was uh, squarely in the 70s the whole time. I was just shooting for uh, <laughs> perfection, pure efficiency. <laughs> well, you, you know, I don't blame you because I, 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 I think by the last exam, I wouldn't have cared if I passed by one point or 10. <laughs> right. You know, I just wanted right. it to be over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's one thing you mentioned. So when you kind of shifted your study strategies after watching our videos, did you did it kind of free you up, make the study process less stressful, give you some of your day back? I mean, you're obviously still working hard. You got to study every day, but was it less intense than the first kind of your first attempt? It was. Number one, it was more organized because I think when I was taking the review course, I, I would just review, 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 and you know sometimes I try to cram in one more review, and I kind of wouldn't know when to stop. But when I was just following your your strategy it was more for me at least it was more organized i would say okay from you know eight to noon i'm gonna study and i should be able to get four practice exams two sims in there take up one hour break and then come back till five o'clock and then uh you know take however many practice exams and sims in there as well and at the end of the day, I, I felt much more refreshed and like I, I retained more information and I wasn't bogged down with, you know, lessons and reading and videos. And, and I had the, you know, the third half of the day, the second half of the day, you know, free to, you know, just do personal things. So it yeah. was uh, a game changer. Yeah, that's awesome. It was. And when I got towards like the last exam, um, I my wife had a son. So, you know, that meant I had even yeah. less time to uh, dedicate yeah. to the studies. So that made everything, it made everything harder, but I'm so glad I was able to have a schedule and a study uh, strategy that I could use. You know, it really benefited me. I was able spending time with my wife, my son and studying. It was a lot, but you know, I was able to get it done. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's a lot. Is that your first is that your first kid? It is, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's cool though. And it, I yeah, I mean luckily I wasn't I had mine done years before we ever had any kids, but yeah, I that would have been just an extra yeah, doing it with kids, especially a new baby, that's a lot. Right, yeah. So what was it like getting your fourth passing score and just realizing you were done? Uh it was relief. Um, yeah. Before I took the fourth exam and probably even the third exam, I, I was just ready to 
be over ready for everything to be over i was over studying <laughs> and and uh it's funny because i i'm not sure if everyone feels this way but coming into the cpa exam um you know i i mean i like accounting i like theory so i thought it'll be fun studying for all of this <laughs> but uh yeah that lasted probably one maybe two exams <laughs> right yeah that's funny because uh, well, one of our strategy videos is about finding your why. And I think I mentioned in there, you know, whatever whatever motivates you right now, but a few months into this, it's going to quickly turn into the only thing you care about is just getting done. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even about the the increased salary, the, you know, the the benefits that come down the line. The only thing you're going to care about is getting done. So, that's yeah, that's pretty much everyone's experience, I think. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not alone. I do think it is important to have a, a, a why, whether I believed it or not. At the, in the moment, I always just thought, you know, I, I don't want the, my son to grow up and see that I didn't finish something I started. So that's what kept me going. Yeah. Yeah. I think almost everyone that I've interviewed, you know, that has kids, they, they kind of mention that idea. And again, it's, it's whatever motivates you, but also like having kids, you do start kind of thinking like that, you know, you see monkey do, you know, like your example is everything. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, so. and, and it's funny kind of that your mind changes after you have kids, but yeah, that was something I, I, that kept me going for sure. So overall, what would you say was the hardest part of the, the study process? I guess to be honest, Maybe less so the process and more so the material back, I think, was the hardest for me just because I was the least interested in that portion. So it made everything harder. Even the questions, I think, the, the ones that had less to do, you know, with numbers and more like uh, theory or just remembering facts, it was just it made everything harder. And <laughs> I, I think going into the exam, I wasn't even sure if I was ready, honestly. I knew I, I, I trusted the quiz and the study process and had having high scores in the quizzes, but sometimes going through the questions, it was like, I, I don't even know if I, the quiz questions like, you know, brought this subject up or I don't remember, but I mean, it worked obviously because I, I passed, so. Yeah. So going back, that's funny because BEC is, it is basically like if you do a uh, bachelor's in business, it's just a, a mix of like your undergraduate business classes is what BEC is. And you said you did communications, right? Uh, well, no, I started in communications and then I, I switched oh, okay, to accounting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I did remember okay. some of the concepts from, you know, my undergrad, but all the stuff that in my undergrad, yeah, a long I, I, time ago, right? Well, yeah, and also in my undergrad, I remember thinking like, yeah, I'm not gonna be like in finance, or I'm not gonna use this. You know, this isn't an accounting, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I put it away. <laughs> right? Yeah, BEC definitely has just the most stuff that's pretty much outside of what you'll ever really do as a CPA. Right. So yeah. Okay. Well, we've gone through pretty much all the stuff I normally talk about, even if it's something we already covered. If you gave two or three of your best tips to people currently studying, what would those be? Well, for me, I guess your strategy worked tremendously and it was a game changer for me. You know, whether I would have passed exams, if I didn't use that, who knows, but I did. And it saved me time. It saved me energy and I got passing scores. So I would say really look into using that strategy 
and, you know, make it work for you because it, it's a great strategy. It's easy, it's the best way to re- retain information and it really does get you prepared. And then secondly, as we spoke about the why, I, I think that was very important because as you get through the exams, it just wears on you. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean that you're going to have uh, less to do. You know, it, it just makes everything harder. And if you don't have a reason for continuing, then it's easy to stop. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I was, I got into that idea on the, on an interview I did yesterday where motivation is, again, when someone's starting and having like videos or talking about motivation, someone starting the study process is just like, well, just tell me, like, you know, give me the information so I <laughs> right. can study. It's like, well, trust me, a couple months into this, motivation is going to be a huge thing that you deal with every day. Like, you know, the best strategies, the best material won't do you any good if you can't get yourself to sit down and study. So, exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that does pretty much cover it. The strategy side of studying and why you're doing this in the first place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those so, are two big points. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, I, I appreciate you doing the call. I don't know if you've heard any, any of the other episodes, but uh, people find these just really, really the main thing we hear about the podcast is how motivating it is for people that are just trying to put this together themselves and they're still, you know, in the middle of the process. So yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. I'm really glad our stuff could help. I'm glad you uh, found us through that ad or whatever. And uh, congrats on being done. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you, Nate. Thank you. I really appreciate everything. Like I said, it, everything helped tremendously. And finally, great to meet the voice behind the podcast. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's what everyone says. They're like, I go to sleep with your voice in my ear sometimes <laughs> yeah. listening to these stupid audio notes. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, that's hard to imagine but okay so yeah all right so that was the interview with jeff i'm sure you found that very helpful and informative and motivating if you did find this episode helpful or any of the podcast episodes helpful please take a second and share it with someone you know who is also working on their cpa exams because these interviews are the most helpful free resource available anywhere for people that are trying to figure out their CPA study process. Going along with that, it would be a huge help. We would really appreciate if you could take 30 seconds to maybe two minutes to find the podcast in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to these and leave a rating and a review. So thanks for watching and we'll see you on the next episode.